Guys, this is the time to the ring with the greatest faction in podcast history. John's Freak Wrestling, the JFW podcast, hosted by Travis T. And I am Nubby, the no, amazing no, turtle. No, 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 no. You don't get to talk. No, after your stupid no. shit from Saturday, you don't get to no. introduce yourself. No. Idiot. No. What's wrong with you? Stupid. That's some that's fucked up. Oh, yeah, what you were trying to do, Saturday, a little bit fucked up, yeah. No, what you're doing right now is fucked no, up. No, I'm, take, I'm taking away your intro. You're going to be part of the show, but you don't get an intro this week. You don't. No, that's, no intro? That's what you get when you do stupid shit. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. That's what happens. No intro Look. for Nubby the Amazing Turtle. Oh, ah. fuck you, dude. Oh, you got yeah. a monster. You're just lucky I was there to save you. Just lucky. Are you sure I was saved? I mean, my hand was on the shed head. No. It was there. That was that, that was all all sorts of wrong. And uh I mean I thought you knew better. I thought you were a better person than that. You fucking you you monster. Just fucking nubby, goddammit. Um if you guys don't know what we're talking about uh, which you probably don't because it is an LIM thing, and let's face it, LIM doesn't get a lot of views on their shit. Uh, which, I mean, makes a lot of sense since, you know, this guy right here is their number one fan on their page. Um, but we're gonna talk about the stupid event that went down that Nubby almost made the mistake in doing because, uh, Rocket Pro Wrestling was this past weekend. And there was a lot of excitement, and I got to be involved in some of it. Yeah. Uh, so we get to talk about that. Uh, also, Powell happened over this weekend. We're going to talk about the results of that that I got uh, single-handedly. Not really my job to do that, but uh, hey, I guess I got to pick up the slack when fucking people are all doing stupid shit. Or, you know, people should just reach out like we've asked for the last oh. almost a year. 100%. I we're going to be coming up to a year very, very soon with me being on the show. I and, know, right? Time and we've been flies, asking. Bro. We ask, we post everything, and that people still don't reach out. And the fact that you had to reach out this one and only time. I said I will reach out once. But here's And here's the thing. Here, here's, here's my biggest concern about, you know, reaching out, getting people to, you know, contact us and everything. Um I, I really don't think that we would have any matched cards or results or anything if it weren't through friends of yours, not even so much the companies, you know. So, but you know, companies gotta be willing to step up and help themselves out by getting those match cards and results and stuff. Um, but yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm only gonna do it once. You know, just say, hey, listen, this is who I am. This is what we do. And so that's information. So. Essentially, you did my dirty work. Yeah, saving your ass and doing your job. Wow. 
I'm a good fucking person. Crazy. <laughs> but we are going to talk about the results of Pow and Rocket Pro here tonight. Also, uh, Nubster's got some match cards for, uh, what, DWA, ARW, and Rust League this weekend. That's right. We're supposed to have Rion on tonight at some point. I'm still banking on that to happen. So whenever he's available, <laughs> when are we, re- when are you recording? Uh, right now. He didn't message me. So. Well, at least you get a message back. Yeah, yeah, good for him, you know. And God, I'm so excited for him to be on the show because he he has a lot he has a lot he wants to talk about. Um, he does. Uh, yeah, a lot of it has to do with you and your rude things you say to him. Me, I don't say rude things. I just say uh, the truth. I think you called a him bit a of bitch tr- like three times. Yeah, well, no, actually, I called him a bitch once. And then I kind of retracted a bit and said what he, what he did was a bitch move. Yeah, yeah. Well, I did, I did, I was able to have a brief conversation with Rian as I was setting up today. Um. So, uh, yeah, he's he's gonna he's gonna say some uh, say what's on his mind, speak some uh, speak from his heart, if you will. And uh, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a pretty decent show. It's gonna be a lot of show we gotta cover and everything. So. Why Rion gets ready and everything before we jump into anything else. I remind all of you that this episode of Just Regressing the JFW Podcast is brought to you by CarterComics.com. Your one-stop shop for all your comic needs, whether it be graded or raw, Carter Comics has got them all. You go to CarterComics.com, check out their amazing website, go through their store, fill up your cart with all their amazing products, and then at checkout, use the discount code FREAKNET, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. You'll save 10% on your entire order at CarterComics.com. Not just at their website, because CarterComics.com is an amazing uh, sponsor and partner of uh, Just Freak Wrestling or Freaknet Studios as a whole. They decided to extend that discount offer onto their four different eBay accounts, which you can find links to all four of them at CarterComics.com. Go to their homepage, scroll to the bottom, and it's right there, right next to the uh, this freaking show uh, link. Uh, so click on one of those four pages, browse their uh, eBay accounts and everything, and whether you're bidding, making offers, or buying them outright, the discount code FREAKNET will help save 10% on those purchases as well. Again, it's a discount code, not a promo code, which means every purchase you make, you're able to use FREAKNET, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T, to save yourself 10%, 10% on every single order you make. Go to CarterComics.com, use discount code FREAKNET, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T, save 10% on every single order you make at CarterComics.com. Yeah. Do it. Or, yeah, let me don't. see. If this is gonna work. Do it or don't. Yeah, that's literally the two options there, bro. <laughs> Do it or don't. Yeah. You nailed it right on the fucking head, bud. That's what I do. Yeah. So, all right, let's uh, let's uh, let's see if uh, see if Rion's available. Give him a jingle. Mm. Uh, and I'm okay with this. You know, like, like I said, you know, he, I, I told him flat out, he's welcome to come on whenever he's ready. And, uh, I feel like, I feel like this is going to be a different environment for him to be on. I mean, obviously we know, we talked about it, uh, maybe it was a couple episodes ago. I don't, I don't think it was the last episode, but I'm having a couple episodes ago. Obviously, Rion had his own, um, show with, uh, Max Holiday back in the day in the morning. Was that last show? Oh, uh, yeah. Cause, uh, IPW happened last week, so. 
God, why does it feel like there's been two weeks, two weeks of fast? Because time flies, man, when you're having fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, Rian uh, co-hosted a uh, show called The Morning After with Max Holiday, uh, longest reigning three-time SCW heavyweight champion. Uh, and unfortunately, spoiler alert, former uh, POW champion. Uh, and, uh, I don't know if he's still technically a co-host of Power Hour or not. Like, like he quit, but he's still there. I don't, I don't understand how that's working. But, like, uh, part-time now? I don't... I mean, part, you can say part-time, but he's always there. That's why, that's what I'm not getting. I mean, I, I don't know, like, he's there, but he's not there. Like, he's listening, but he's not contributing. I... You know, he contributes small parts, but not like a, a full contribution or something as, you know, a C-Red or a Steve or I, I, I don't even know. I don't know how that works. Um, I don't know. Lately, he's been saying a lot more. Well, I think he's had a lot more to say recently. He's letting it all out, apparently. Good for him. Right, I'm going to try this again. Um, and for some reason he doesn't come through, we'll just, uh, we'll just do some of the, uh, match cards and stuff. Uh, to be like, I'm try getting the, uh, results and stuff done by, like, Rion to be available for the Rocket Pro results and stuff if he wants to. There he is. There he is. There he is. Hello? Hey, Rion. Hey. How you doing, sir? I'm, I'm okay. I'm in, I'm in the middle of dinner. Middle of dinner? Okay. Yeah, it's okay. All right, well, I do apologize for interrupting your dinner. Um, no, you're so, fine. You're fine. I said I wanted to do this, so I'm fine with doing it. I'm just excellent. letting you know that I'm in the middle of dinner. Well, that's why uh, uh, That's why you're the man, yeah. Ryan, because you're able to multitask. Far from being a man, but I do multitask from time to time. Well, um, as I was mentioning, uh, actually, you mentioned it a little bit over on Rocket Pro this past weekend, and uh, I was mentioning a little bit here before you came on. Uh, we've had a conversation about you coming on here and kind of speaking your mind on a few things, some things pertaining to uh, Turtle and uh, some of the uh, shitty things he says about you. Uh, so we'll cover some of that stuff. And I know you're used to being over at the Power Hour and how uh, Steve does things over there. Uh, I'm going to do things a little bit differently here. Uh, I won't be wearing a beanie cap and sunglasses looking at you from three inches away from your face, mean mugging you like I'm going to do something. Um, okay, that's fair. And uh, I'm not going to uh, interrupt you either. I'm not going to start talking when you're in the middle of ex- you know, explaining yourself. And uh, Nubby won't either. Uh, um, I just, before you say anything else, uh, are you... Is, but I know there's different rules here. Uh, am I able to to be myself, or do I have to like say certain things a certain way no. in order for people so, to? Like, I was just like, well, I I don't know. I don't. I'm checking because I, I don't want I don't want to be banned. I don't want I don't want to end up being on like LIM's radar or the Rocket Boys or even Turtles radar. Because he already thinks I'm an asshole anyway. So I'd rather not deal with that if I don't have to. Mm-hmm. I'm just I, uh, making sure to go ahead. I want, go ahead. I want you I want you to 
I want you to be I want I want you to be you. I want you to say what you need to say because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna censor you and restrict you from anything. You're free to say whatever you want. I, I gave see here's the thing, Rian. I I don't know a lot about you, but I've learned about you over the course of you being around for like a year or so. Um and getting to know you as a person from Rocket Pro. Uh, in the liaison over at IPW and stuff like that. And I know that you are a lot better and more entertaining when you're not being shackled by, you know, a person you can cannot say or not pushing that boundary. I really don't care what you say. Um, I don't care where you, uh, what direction uh, or explanations or whatever you're going to do. So, uh, I, I think it's going to be fine. And if Turtle, you know, takes a sense of anything to say, that's on him. He knows he's not going to interrupt you while you're talking because he's not going to be that kind of a rude person. And LIM is probably going to say anything anyways just to make themselves more relevant, which uh, has been the consistent thing they have done. So uh, whatever you want to talk about and however you want to talk about it, uh, you're free to do so here. Okay. I, I can do that. Is there... Is there a lot of background noise through here? Do I have to go um, somewhere else? I hear some people talking, uh, but it kind of goes in and out. Uh, I, I've i had interviews on my other podcasts where I was at bars and music and shit was playing. Uh, I don't really, uh, you know, it doesn't concern me too much. You know, I can hear you clearly. But you can so hear me. Okay. All right. Then I'm, I'm good with that. I'm good with yeah. that. Yeah. I'm not going to okay. interrupt your dinner. But, but just real quick question. What are you eating for dinner? Uh, pizza. I'm on, I'm, on, I'm on a fast right now, so I'm going to be eating through you at this point. That's fine. That's fine. I unfortunately have to, like, cut down on certain things because after the asshole for that took on Saturday, I have to actually, like, be serious and do things as opposed to talking. I have to you know, present my action because I was not ready for the ass whooping that I took on Saturday. Well, you were a little bit blindsided. I mean, he did kind of slide into the ring and attack you from behind, which was really unnecessary. Yeah, well, it happens. It does. Uh, it does happen. I, I get that. I mean, I mean, we we all know we all know what led up to it. Well, the actions that led up to it, and we did hear kind of an explanation over on the Power Hour. But uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take a step back here and uh, where where do you, I guess where do you want to start first, Rian? Like where do you want to start with the conversation? Um, well, where I guess where would you like just ask me anything at this point? I'm totally fine. Okay, uh, let's. I want to briefly recap. Um, so you, you can make this as long as short as you want. Uh, last not not this past start Rocket Pro, but the Rocket Pro before. During uh, the appreciation ceremony for you, given by uh, Maxis Orion, uh, mm-hmm. got your wave, which was awesome. I didn't participate in the wave. I feel bad for it, but I was so focused on my duties, I didn't. Uh, I couldn't multitask. I'm not multitasking. That's fair. Um, That's fair. So uh, you low blowed Maximus. You knocked him out with your Rolex. Uh, so, however you want to describe it, what what is the official reasoning behind doing that? Um, I guess the the nice version is it's something that needed to be done. Yeah. Because um, I've I've made this clear on the Power Hour. I don't mm-hmm. want 
I'm in a position that I don't want to be in, and it's a position that I need to be in. Yeah. So that Maximus understands what he has to do, because he doesn't see, he's not seeing everything. I've seen a lot of companies just fall under its own weight or be taken over by someone that just so happened to have an opportunity to do so, and I don't want that to happen to him. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know that that turtle has an issue with me kicking Maximus in the balls. Um, but I guess my question to him is why? Like, what reason do you actually have other than he didn't like it or that other people didn't like it? As far as I'm concerned, it makes it a lot easier to get someone's attention in that aspect. Because um, there's a lot of stuff that's going on around him that he doesn't see. Like, yeah, I'm the bad guy when it comes to you know, how I handle stuff. But like, am I though? You know when uh when uh you when it first happened, like so when when the actions happen without without an understanding of why it happens, there's a perception of uh, being a bad guy, being a villain. You know it when the moment happened, people look at it as like Rion is betraying Maximus. Um, I think. I don't know. I don't know where Turtle sits on it, and we'll let Turtle respond because you did ask him, you know, his feelings on it. Uh, but from my perspective, once I listen to the Power Hour and you explain to Maximus what, why, what happened happened, it made a lot more sense. But uh, we can ask Turtle. Uh, Turtle, you mentioned. Well, uh, Rian said that you didn't like the fact that Maximus got kicked in the genitals, and uh, other than it just being as you said. A bitch. Well, I that is a cheap way out of things. Um, I can see getting someone's attention. Yeah, I get it. But there's many ways to go about it. But the cheap way to me is asinine. And it just shows uh, a coward side of you. I, I'm going to be honest. I won't say the word bitch because it's been used. Um, it just shows the coward side, which I never knew existed. Um, Maximus brought up a good point. You could have took him to the side, talked to him. Or hold on, hold, hold on one, hold on one second, uh, Nubby. Hold on one second. Hey, Rian, I'm not sure what happened, but I think you're muted. So if you're trying to say anything back and everything, it's not coming through, and I'm not sure what the hell happened. Oh no, I'm here. I muted it purposely. I'm here. Oh, okay, gotcha, cool. I just, I was just, I, I looked at it like you just went muted, and I've never seen oh, that. No, no, I'm, before, I'm so. here. I'm here. I just, I, I, I did that. I'm, my apologies. I'm, I'm here. I'm here. That's my love, Rian. All right, my apologies, man. Like I said, I've never seen that happen before. I've never had anyone mute themselves on my show before, so I appreciate that. That's very kind of you. Now, be going. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I promise I won't do that to you as well. Um, where did I leave off? Completely threw me off there, Travis. I know. Um, well, I just want to make sure that the show was going well, man. I I didn't want you to say something to Rion 
and he wasn't there to maybe yeah. hear you or something. You know, I want to I want to be respectful on both boundaries. You are a co-host here, and I consider you a friend, even though you tried to join a cult last week. But at the same time, Rian is a guest, and I want to be respectful to him to make sure that he is hearing what you're saying without any uh, any you know you know hips or, uh, hiccups or slips. So, got it, got it, got it. Well, okay, so I'll recap. Yes, briefly. All right, kicking the nuts to me, coward way out. Maximus said it. Could take him to the side, talk to him, maybe slap him around a bit. I don't know. I mean, I've had my moments where I've done some shit that fans didn't like. If you all saw me at Northland, I did some shit. But to me, again, just hitting another man's genitals is just mm, crazy to me, especially when it came from you, Rian, of all people. No, I get it. You're frustrated about whatever it is you're frustrated about. You were treated like the guy that, oh, hey, Rian will do this. Let's let him do it. Hey, musical chairs, all right. Come on, Rian, you're the man. I get it. We all done silly things. But never once in my entire life, wrestling or in real life, have I ever hit someone in the nuts because I was frustrated. I took them by the head, and I punched them in the face. Fine, you use your, you know, I'm not even mad that you use the watch. That's cool. Whatever. Another cheap shot in a way, but not as bad. Hell, a chair shot to the back. I would have just been like, wow, Rian's an asshole. But better than get hitting someone in the nuts. I just don't get really understand your mindset. And maybe you'll explain it. But if you're trying to get someone's attention, there's ways to go about it. Just not that way. Okay. Uh, is it okay if I talk to Travis so I can explain to him a certain scenario? Sure. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Uh, Mr. Travis, uh, would you rather me call you Mr. T? Would you rather me call you Travis with a T or two T? What 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 is easier to call you? You, you know, you you can call me Travis, man. That's that's totally fine. Okay, okay, uh, Travis. Um, so I'm going to present you with just one situation that I've seen, yeah. and you can tell me how you feel afterwards. Okay. Hundred uh, percent. All right. So you you know what IPW is, correct? I do, I do. I've been to IPW uh, a few times. Uh, uh, actually, between between the Power Hour and between Nubby, uh, I learn more and more about it uh, every week, and, and I love it because it is local. To me. Yes, I do know the IPW. Okay. Did you know that at one point IPW had a Chicagoland championship? I did know that. Okay. Uh, did you know? who the last person to hold that championship was. Uh, if I remember correctly, I believe it was uh, Turtle. Turtle, correct? That's right, uh, yeah. Do you remember what happened to that championship? From, from the story that I was told, is, uh, Turtle won that title at IPW. 
brought it over to Rocket Pro and lost it in his very first uh, title uh, title defense of it. Mm-hmm. And it is now called what? You know what? I'm not actually sure what it's called right now. Uh, Turtle, could you tell him what that title is now called? Well, let's uh, get the information a little bit straighter. It was just remember, I'm really good at this. By all means, I know. But it's for Travis. Okay. Um. Okay. Recap again. I won the title at IPW. Yes. Mm -hmm. Chicagoland Championship of IPW. Then Mm -hmm. it was. There was a deal, a special deal made between IPW and Rocket Pro, Mm -hmm. and I would be the one to bring the belt over to Rocket Pro. Okay. But because it was under Rocket Pro, it would not be a title defense. It was vacated, vacated to Rocket Pro. So, essentially, the IPW Chicagoland Championship was done. And the Chicagoland Championship itself became property of Rocket Pro. So I was no longer the IPW Chicagoland Champion. So I did not defend it. I was, but I was able to go for the new championship of another company. I think we said the same thing, Nutty. No, you said I defended it. No, I said you lost it. I did in not your, lose it. Oh, that's right. I right. did I not said, lose it. I said you lost in your first title defense. Right. But, te- but technically you did because you had a championship. You had an opportunity to keep that championship, and you failed. No. Yeah. It was vacated. <laughs> so Same thing, bro. It, no, it, it's fine. It's fine. That, my apologies, Turtle. I, I didn't have my information. That's kind of what I do. My apologies for that. Um, so, what is the championship called now? Turtle. The Rocket Pro Chicago Land Championship. And how many times have you had an opportunity to win that championship, Turtle? Uh, officially, three. 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 Okay. Um, and how long has this championship been in existence, Turtle? Under Rocket Pro, just under yes. a year. Just under, just a, year. under a year. And it, I feel like you've had more opportunities than anyone on the roster at that championship. If I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. Please do. Maybe you're not wrong. Okay. Uh, Mr. Travis? Yeah. I'm going to ask you this, and you be honest with me in what I'm going to say. Which one is more of a kick in the balls? Me kicking Maximus and it lasting 10 minutes, or watching Turtle go after this championship that he brought over and then lost for a year? Which one is more of a kick in the balls? You know, it. To look at the situation with uh, Turtle and that uh, and that belt, it does kind of suck that Rocket Pro did kind of strip you of it. But it does kind of suck knowing that you went for that title on three different occasions and never it. 
regardless of what the reason is. Not only, not only is he going after it, but he continues to get opportunities at it. I've been at Rock Pro since the beginning. March of 2019, I have been there for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I can tell you, I didn't get championship opportunities like that. So I understand where Turtle is coming from as far as, you know, bitch moves. But if I have to deal with this scenario of kicking someone in the balls and making someone pay attention to stuff that's happening around them, or just continuously getting kicked in the balls because they can't continuously compete against the people that are around them. I'll take that gut shot every time. I'll take I'll take it every time. Because at least I know where I'm going with it. I still don't know. Is Turtle going to get another opportunity at this championship? I don't know. I don't know what Damian Saint has in store for me. Say that again. Say that again, sir. I don't know what our GM Damian Saint has in store for me this time. Just make sure you keep this energy up for later because I'm telling you there's something bigger than all of us that's coming. And no one wants to see it. Rian, I am curious. When was the last time you had a championship opportunity at RPW? <clears throat> oh, that would be uh, April of 2019. And that was for the IPW Chicagoland Championship, actually. You see, you're talking about four years ago? Yeah, I've never challenged for any championship in Rocket Pro other than the heavyweights, the very first show. And that was in a battle royal where the entire company challenged for it. That um, is, it does have I mean, here is Turtle coming in first year, three opportunities, walked in with a belt, lost it. And then he gets to fight for it again. And he's worried about how I handle things. I mean, I get it. But I'm just going based off what's in front of me. Like, if I had to do it again to make sure that Maximus understands what he needs to do, I'll take it every time. But I know I'm... I, this is a completely different beast than what I've watched Turtle have to endure. And let's face it, he's endured a lot from the idols. He has. But don't, the fact of the matter is that man has been in multiple scenarios where he's had the chance to win that championship and he has failed. Whether it's been from mistakes, whether it's been from just multiple people in general, whether it's been from his own emotions. There's always been something that has held him back in that aspect. And I completely get it because he's dealing with the idols. But that's just one component of what's going on in that company that no one sees. There's a collective scenario. The foundation of that company is being broken down. But no one, no one sees it because it's, everyone's, it's standing room only. Everyone's having fun. Until they're not. Yeah, it, it does. It does seem. And I, I've only been at Rocket Pro. I think only three shows I've been at Rocket Pro. And 
one one of the biggest, well, the most common thing I've known is is that there's almost a sense of anarchy like happening between whether it be the idols and their situation with Turtle and uh, that title or the damn Coyotes or uh, you look at uh, what's going on with uh, Shelly and Steve and Roxy and all them and it almost seems like a free looking at no calls. Same thing. No, we got two different no codes, completely separated. Got got the two with the really hot fucking doctor, and then you uh, got the other ones who they seem like they want to try to get their hand on the the bad guys, and they just can't seem to do it. Yeah, undeniable. Who's uh, causing you know what seems to be a lot of issues for Aaron Stone? It, it it's weird. It's weird to it's weird to see a company almost in complete chaos. When you have the owners of the company sitting right there in the corner watching it, let me let me put this in perspective for you. Yeah, um, uh, Maximus, uh, he he has every right to be upset with me. I gave him a reason to, um, but I also know that he's one third of the owners. Mm-hmm. If I knew. And this is just me. If I knew that my mom was having an issue that I couldn't get to, I would at least try to put her in a position where she's safe. There were a lot of security that came to separate myself and Maximus on that show. I didn't see any near his mom at Compton. They're owners of the company. They're owners of the company. Yeah. The business aspect of it, that's fine. But they've made it personal by explaining who they are and what's taking place. If I knew that I had an opportunity and I had the power to protect family. And that was one of the things I thought was weird when he made his challenge. It wasn't all about, you know, he wanted retribution for your attack. He looked at Damien and demanded it as an owner of the company, and I thought that was kind of messed up. It's like you want to you want to fight somebody, fight somebody because of what they did to you, not because they're able to do it because you own the company. That was kind of weird to me. It's almost like it's a power trip at that point. Look, Travis. Yes. I I really hope that I'm wrong as far as what's coming. Mm-hmm. But I'm not wrong often. I'm not wrong often with this. And I'm telling you, there's something bigger on the horizon, and I need Maximus. Not his his parents. I need Maximus to see it. It is bigger than all of us. He needs to get ready. And if I have to be the one to get him ready, that's what I'm going to do. Is that okay, Turtle? Did I handle that a certain way? Do I need to say anything different? Is there something that I need to fix? I mean, I'm not going to say you're wrong. There is some shit going on. I just don't, I'm just still, it's mind-boggling that about the way you handled it. And I guess I get it. And now you're, because see, now you're throwing me in here just because I got title opportunities. I think he was just using it as an example, not as part of the issues. And he's just, oh no, you're not, you're not part of the issue. You're not part of the issue at all, Turtle. I just wanted to make sure that 
that Travis understood what an actual kick in the balls would be as opposed to a literal kick in the balls that only lasts 10 minutes. Because if, with me being informational liaison of IPW, watching that happen and having no control over it whatsoever, having history just be erased in a matter of 15 minutes, it's a little bit of a kick in the balls. And uh, you know, to Rio's credit, I mean, if he did it to get the attention of people, he definitely got everyone's attention, including Maximus and wow. the parents, especially, you know, the commentators, like, everyone took notice of that. So, it, probably, it probably wasn't the, to, to everybody, to the feather, to, to everybody, like, it probably wasn't the, the right way to go about it, but it's definitely a way to get somebody's attention. And yeah, I mean, I, I've been kicked in the junk by people before. It's not fun, but they, I, they definitely got my attention after they did it. But I just that, feel like I, I get where Rian's coming from, though. I get it. But the way you did it, are you, are you sure you're getting Maximus attention in the way you want his attention? I mean, my my shoulder and hip are saying yes. I mean, so, were you expecting a fight the moment oh yeah. you did it? Or wait, before you even did it? Before you made this decision, were you expecting a personal fight? Yes, 100%. What I wasn't expecting was another fight afterwards. Well, so... Kicking somebody in the balls is going to do that. I am so glad you keep going back to it because that's literally the only thing that you have to say about it. And I am sorry that you don't have anything else. So I'm going to help you in this scenario so you could have something else to yell at me about. Um, I have been with that company since the beginning, and I've watched a lot of people leave. I have also helped people get into that company, yourself included. I have been very outspoken when it comes to people wanting to be aboard Rocket Pro and trying to get things in order for that company. So when I see people that I personally say, hey, this person should be aboard. And what they can contribute is loss after loss. It bothers me from a personal standpoint. Never mind the kick to the ball scenario. It just bothers me because you have spent a lot of time, Turtle, going back and forth as far as respect and what needs to be owed to you and how things need to be put in a certain light and how long you've been in the company and and, and how long you've been wrestling and everything else. And I am 100% for you getting opportunities. But now it's put up or shut up. Because you've had multiple opportunities over a year. I haven't had any. So someone like me watching you do that, not only do I have to look at David Saint, but I have to look at you as well. Yeah, my actions as far as Maximus sucks, and I'm dealing with it head on. I'm not running from it. I've never yelled at the people. I've never talked down to them. I haven't done anything of the sort. I just happen to do something they didn't like. Same thing with you. But you have gone out here 
every time you've had a match and you make sure that when you win, you win. When you lose, it wasn't you, it was something else. You've come out here on triple threats and you have made sure that I didn't lose because I wasn't beaten. You've made sure that you've put yourself in a position to where even when you are losing, you're winning. And I'm fine with all that. You cannot then come to talk to me and tell me what I need to do as far as my scenario. Because I'm not trying to win. I'm trying to end the fight. That is what's happening right now. The championship, the, the, the inter-county championship, that's a bonus. I'm trying to end the fight because what Maximus does not see, the foundation that he built in that company is crumbling around him. And I don't want him or the Shelleys to be put in a position where it gets uprooted from. And there's too much going on for them to see what's happening. But you see it, right? I mean, how is it that you're still getting opportunities? Who's signing off on these? Any idea who's signing off on these contracts for you to have multiple opportunities of a championship that you continue to lose by? I mean, if we're going to go down that road... The last time I didn't even lose in the record books, it still shows the win. So that keeps me up there in the rankings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have to go, but you have to go by that. So I, I, I am one percent going by that. I'm just waiting to hear you say that you're the new champion. And one day I will. You just told me you won against the champion. Are you the new champion? Are you the new Chicagoland champion? Everybody knows you can't win by this club. Then why are you telling me about wins and losses? Because wins and losses still matter, even if I don't got the title. Then why continuously bring up the title? Which one's more important, wins and losses or the championship? Which brings me back to my original question. Who signed off on these title opportunities that you get, Turtle? I'm going to assume Damian Saint since he's the main card. I don't know. Okay. Aren't the Shelleys in charge? They're supposed to be. Didn't Maximus or Will Shelley come and say, I'm the owner of the company, and he made a match to Damon Saint? Didn't that happen in front of everyone, yourself included? It did. So I ask you again, who's signing off on these things? If I knew exactly, I'd tell you. I would start looking into that. That's where my head is right now. Because everyone's just accepting things and are not paying attention to what's happening in front of them. I get what you're saying. I'm an asshole. I'll be that. That's fine. As what the cool kids say, I'm him. Isn't that what they say now? I, I couldn't tell you. I, I haven't been hip since 2007, yeah. man. I don't I, think I've ever been something like I'm, I'm, I'm him Duncan. I'm, I'm walking around in Timberlands. I'm, I'm dealing with, with all of the 
the, the Timothy Dalton's and everything of that sort. Like I'm doing all of that stuff. Is that what it is? Yeah, I I found out what sus was two weeks ago. <laughs> so I mean, I have, I have no idea, bro. So that's fine. Um, that's fine. Yeah. So so, what is your mindset going into? Uh, well, not even not even the fight in May, but the contract signing in April. I guess I have to kind of wait and see what happens because I would like to think that Damien Saint is going to be there. Yeah. So now I have a principal owner and the GM in front of me while I sign a contract that may or may not be for championship. What's what could go wrong? And, uh, and, and just out of curiosity, because, you know, I would love to know, how important would it be for that title to be on that line in that match? I mean, since he's had the championship, all of this stuff has worked to shit, at least yeah. in my eyes. Now, keep in mind, people have been commenting. They love chaos. They love watching everything go, but I'm, they're not in the locker room. They don't see what I see. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, it, it's all a matter of how important he wants to go about it. Uh, and I'm sure Steve's going to have a lot to talk about uh, as far as that goes on the Power Hour tomorrow. Um, I, I hate to ask, but, uh, you know, you're probably the best person for me to ask this question about. But uh, what – so you, you've been in you've been in Rocket Pro for quite some time. What, what, is, what is the deal with the LIA? Why can I just, you know, not seem to get up off my ass? <laughs> um, I, from what I've learned, uh, the LIM, uh, for the most part, seem to be harmless. Until they collectively decide we don't like this person. Oh, one, one tried to attack me on Saturday night after the show. I don't know if you saw the video or not, but he came out like a rabid dog. I, I did, and I, <laughs> I, I don't ever want to be in a position where the LIM comes after me for anything, because as long as it's outside of the ring. Yeah. Um I I will run away. I will gladly <laughs> run away. Um but if it ever were a position to where it was in the room, yeah, I, I probably yeah. would do my best to shut them all down. Um but outside of the ring, I don't want to deal with it. I don't like that they <laughs> they they are they are, are twelve strong. And they will continuously go after people for the sake of going after them. Um, they are passionate. Uh, they love wrestling. They love rock and roll. They hate you. <laughs> they they love turtle. Uh, they love podcasts. They they love security. And I'm going based off of the wars they gave out. They love Chet Gunderson. They love the fucking uh, Lemmys. God damn it. They they love beer. Uh, they love hanging out with each other. Uh, they they love like hanging out with babies. They love making babies, based on what I've seen. 
Um, <laughs> they they are some of the best fans that I've ever been able to interact with. But I also know that as you get on their bad side, they will troll you to the end of time. Well, let me, let me ask you this, and I don't want to put you in a situation that you can't get out of. Oh, but, I'm pretty sure I can. I'm pretty sure I can get out of it, but <laughs> you who, know where it is. Who is a better group of fans, the Rocket Boys or LIM? Oh, neither, because I can answer that. White Girl Wasted. White Girl Wasted is the the greatest group of all. Of the, No one talks about them because they're just in the the background. And no one pays attention to them. that. Would be Santino's group. Uh, no one pays attention to them, and they are slowly building. It's about half of that that audience, and people don't even know. Um, I would be worried about them. I would gotcha. be worried about about white girl wasted. You thought you was gonna get me, okay? I I, I just want I can here's the thing I can I can only I can only learn about what I know, and as far as I know, there's there's uh the Gunner Brave section, which I think it's kind mm-hmm. of spread itself out over places. Um, the LIM, who sits on the one side, Rocket Boys, who sit in the corner. And the Rocket, when I, my very first uh, RPW show, I sat five seats away from the Rocket Boys. And holy hell, were they annoying us out of me. I'm just saying, like, my guy, guy. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the fact that they're so passionate about being fans of wrestling. But it's just like I'm just hearing them like, oh my god, these are definitely fucking high school kids. They are yelling like high school kids. And I thought it couldn't get any worse until I met the LIM, and I realized I'm like, okay, these, I mean, these fucking nerds, like they just, you know, let them do what they want to do. But then it just kind of turned into something. I know that I'm a, I know that I have a big blame in that. But it's not like one of the things like, you know, as soon as you you leave, you know, as soon as the bullet leaves the chamber, you can't stop it. So I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm waiting at this point as far as the I am. And I was, I was okay. I was willing. And I was actually on Saturday. I was kind of searching for them to kind of, uh, you know, like, let's, let's bury the hatchet. Let's move along. And then they tried to induct Turtle into their little cult of misfits. And I was like, like ah, no, that, that definitely cannot happen. I can't do that. And I thought I had more loyalty from Nubby than that, but apparently not. Anything you'd like to say, Mr. Turtle, about your loyalty? Okay. I, I am 100% JFW. Okay. The LIM love me, and, and I love them for it. So. You're gonna join a group of guys who've been bad mouthing me for like months. And you support the undeniable. I don't support the undeniable. I just agree with some of the things they do. Just because it's not, just because it's bad doesn't mean it's wrong. Damien Saint, standing room only, seven in a row. I mean, come on now. That's impressive. Do you see me wearing an undeniable shirt and rooting for him? You know, do you see me singing "Oh Canada" in the you know in the no? I just you know, I, I give I, I give appreciation to where it's due. That's why you know, you know, I say, hey, you know, Damon's saying, great job, keep it up the good work. At the same time, I could turn to Steve and say, 
quit getting involved in shit that you're not supposed to. And then what does he do? He gets beat Agreed. down in the fucking ring. I mean, I get yeah, I'm gonna hear about that. I'm going to hear yeah, about that tomorrow. Oh, oh yeah. Right right on. On. I, I, I can promise you. I can promise you. Guaranteed. There's going to be a moment where Steve's going to be wearing his glasses, doing this whole big thing, and the moment he starts talking about <laughs> the fucking uh, the idols and shit and Roxy and all them, uh, he's going to take his glasses off, stare into the I'm fucking gonna camera. I'm going to mute now. I'm going to mute so I'm not laughing. So I'm going to mute. I'm <laughs> muting now. That he's going to stare right into the camera, whip his glasses off, and say, "You, you have ignited a fire. You have started. You have sparked, ignited a bomb that's going to tear through the idols." And he's going to act like he's going to be able to do it single handedly. But the problem is, he has him, and he has Shelley. This isn't like IPW, what the workhorse is, where he has Rion Skills and C Red in his corner and shit like that. Steve keeps putting himself in situations. And Steve, I love you. You know, I know we have a mutual respect now, and hopefully we can keep it. I'm just giving you reality that I think you really do need. Because when I say it to you, I'm I'm being a douchebag. But when you hear it from, like, Rion and C-Red, who tell you the same exact things I do, just in a probably more, a nicer way, because, you know, they are your friends, you, you understand them. So I'm hoping you understand me when I tell you this. I understand that you're not a typical commentator or announcer, where you're going to stand up for yourself, and you're not going to back down. But the problem is... Shelly's issue with Roxy shouldn't have to have anything to involve you in it. Shelly is the owner of the company. She could deal with this in many different ways. You got hit with a chair because you got involved in something you shouldn't have gotten involved in. You could have yelled for security. You could have found help. But no, who came out to help you? That fucking dude. What's his name? The goofy tall dude? KM. Who? Or KP. KP, yeah, whatever. Come on, who the fuck is, I mean, he's not, he's not a security guard and he's out there. Blows my mind. Rion said it best. Security was there every step of the way to break Maximus and Rion up. But the moment that the, this CFW gets dragged into the ring, the moment that commentary gets dragged into the ring, gets hit with a chair, the Mm -hmm. CFO gets choked out. That one, that one security guard. Better yet, here, I'll throw this out and I hope I don't get in trouble for this because I do want to build a relationship with Racket Pro. If the mother, if my mom is getting choked out in the ring, I'm not going to be unavailable. I'm not, you know, you're not going to see me not do anything. So why was a Maximus out there to protect his mother? Hell, I was seeing a commentary watching this shit go down. Fucking daddy was st- sitting behind me not moving either. It, 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 I, I get where Rion's coming from. Something weird is going on in Rocket Pro Wrestling. And a, I, it, it all kind of it, it branches out from everything. Something's going on with Shelly and Steve that I don't think needs to happen, but yet it does. And it's because Shelly did something to the idols, and it's because Steve is now getting more involved in it. If Steve would just sit put – I have commentated probably you know, a dozen or so shows. I've never once been beaten up. And I say a lot of stupid shit on this show. People hear that. I mean, I say a lot of stupid shit on this show. Never been beat up once because I don't put myself in situations like that. But no, you're going to, you're definitely going to hear about that tomorrow. And you're probably going to hear about this tomorrow too because I, I don't know. Steve, for some reason, has an infatuation with making me out to be the fucking bad guy that I'm spinning shit and flip flopping on things. I mean, yeah, yeah, maybe, but all I'm doing is trying to be honest and, this whole situation. Steve never had to leave that commentating table. 
All they had to do was call security. Security could have stopped Shelly being dragged into the ring. Well, we're here now. It's just a matter of waiting and seeing what happens. 100%. Um, Rian, you're going to get a lot of Rocket Pro discussion tomorrow, so I don't want to take up your whole time on that. Uh, You did mention to me that you had some kind of surprise or announcement you did want to make on this show. I did. Uh... From the board of, uh, from the board of IPW, uh, since I'm information liaison, uh, I was asked to present you with an opportunity to, uh, the JFW podcast to host the next IPW show in March for March, uh, 26th for that, for the next IPW show. I'm 100% oh, in. Absolutely. Okay. I'm uh, there. N- not even. Oh, yeah. Okay. Nobody could do it too, I guess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm excited about that 100%. I'm not even thinking about it. Calendar's cleared. I am still there. Oh, I was going to be there anyway. The fact that now I get to host the thing. Oh, I'm excited. There are a couple of rules that I would have to present to you guys uh, a little yeah. bit later as far as how it works, uh, especially with you not being on the official roster. Mm-hmm. Um, well, as far as you in particular, uh, Turtle's a little bit different, but as far as you in particular, there's certain things I have to like bring to your attention, but I won't do that here. No, that's um, no problem. Yeah, yeah. This, this is all like off the, yeah, no, I totally understand, you know. But I just wanted to make sure that first you were okay with doing it and letting oh, you know exactly. what the day is. And as long as you're okay with it, I will get the ball rolling on that and get everything, I guess, legally done yep. to where you guys are, are good to go. Perfect. I'm on board. As far as I know, I have not pissed off one person at IPW, so I feel safe and confident in me hosting that show. Okay. Perfect. Uh, Mr. Turtle, do you feel as confident as Travis that you have not pissed off one person oh, on, I'm on sure. IPW? I'm sure I pissed off many. Oh God! With workhorses, uh, probably C Red. You probably pissed him off a time or two. I've been pissing him off since my day one in wrestling. So yeah, uh, Flash Harris. I mean, Flat, yeah, yeah. What you did last month with Flash, yeah. And you sat right next to me while doing it. Oh, jeez. So on dangers, mom. Yeah. So. And so I think this is where I'm going to hop off. <laughs> he starts yelling at how many people he's pissed off. I think I'm going to hop off here just in case. I totally, Leon, I totally appreciate it. We, we will touch base and work everything out for IPW. But uh, if since you're the liaison and you relay the information, please relay back to IPW that I'm honored for the opportunity and I accept it. And I look forward to uh, – to uh, moving forward and getting that uh, all set up uh, for uh, what was the date again? March uh, twenty uh, Sunday, March twenty sixth. Sunday, March twenty sixth. Awesome. Uh, for the listeners out there, uh, Rion took an opportunity to sit with us, and I do appreciate that. Um, again, Sunday, March twenty sixth. Make sure you get out to IPW, where uh, I don't know what I'm doing yet, but uh, I am hosting a wrestling show, and how exciting is that going to be? So. <laughs> Rian, uh, thank you very much. Uh, we're going to continue on our show. I'll let you go. And, uh, yeah, we'll touch base about uh, about everything uh, going forward. Okay. 
Ryan. You take care. You're the same. Turn. I don't know about him. Uh, he said bye. He said bye. Uh, okay, so uh, real quick, I know he's not here, but just for the hell of it, uh, any any final thoughts about what has been mentioned over the time Rian's been on before we move on and try to cram the rest of our show into what I'm hoping is going to be maybe 40 minutes? Yeah. Um, I. It's just a, a tough situation. Yeah. And it shouldn't be because I'm not really involved in it. Mm-hmm. It just maybe, maybe I reacted a certain way. I don't agree with how he did it. I get it. Yeah. I understand him. I'm just never going to agree with how he did it. And I don't know. Well, bringing me up and you know how many title shots I've gotten to me that's irrelevant. I get he <clears throat> hasn't had hasn't had many title shots. But that's not Maximus's fault. Yeah, I think I think what he I think the point he was making when he brought you up, I think the point was it wasn't you, but it was the title opportunities. I, I think I think he was more focused on the fact that like you know he's playing musical chairs and doing this and doing that, but he's not getting opportunities. Even though here somebody gets an opportunity, then they get another opportunity. Then they get another opportunity, and he's never mentioned in that line or you know anything like that. I don't think it was a direct attack at you. I think it was just the idea of like this guy got an opportunity, this guy got another opportunity, same guy a third time in a row, and he was never considered or put into the opportunity once. I don't think it was. A, I don't think in any way it was an attack on you. It was just because of the situation, it, because you were that situation. I mean, if it was. I don't know, fucking, let's say Muggsy James. He would probably use Muggsy James. If you, if you and Muggsy swap places and Muggsy was your was in your situation, he'd probably use Muggsy as an example. I don't think it was you directly, but you were the perfect example to reference I, I the kind that. of oversight that uh, he was in. And and that's the thing, like, the more I listen to him, because and, and like I said, like I said, when he was here, when you look at the situation without the reason or logic behind it, it just looks like a dude who betrayed a friend, kicked him in the junk in the middle of a ring, knocked him out with a Rolex, walked away. That's what it looks like. But once you put the information behind it and the reasoning, it does make a lot of sense. Now, perfect example, let's look at you, Turtle. I'm going to do a re on that. I'm going to use you as an example. You want to be a wrestler. You want to wrestle in these companies. But yet you still got companies that are making you a referee. And you could talk to them about being a wrestler, but you're still refing. Now, deep down, if you could, wouldn't you want to kick them in the junk for that? If I were a kicking in the junk type of person. Yes. Yeah. So the thing is, like, I, I think Rion just took what he could have done and just went to the most extreme of what he could have done. Because he easily could have just slapped, you know, you know, Maximus across the face, could have spit on him, could have said something and walked away. But I think he really wanted that point to get across. So he went to the utmost extreme. Some people just thinking about doing it, well, he fucking did it. And I think that's why, I think that's why, I'm going to, I'll fucking say it, the kick hurt around the world. I believe fucking Steve said that. Um, that th- Everyone's talking about it. Everyone has still talked about it. It's been over a month. It's not about the whole, you know, he betrayed Maximus. It's the fact that he kicked Maximus in the junk. 
that's the thing that's still being talked about. He made a point. He made an impact. Something that's still talked about today. Um, I mean, so. there's there's two ways to look at that. Yeah, he kick, okay, so he kicked someone in the junk. That's one aspect. Yeah. Now he's talking about the reasons for it. Mm-hmm. Now you got to go back. Why Maximus? Just because he's the owner's son? Is he trying to get the, the RPW's attention through him? I mean... I think it was... I think it was the opportunity that was in front of him. I mean, yeah, I mean, really, I, I think, I, I do, I do, I do believe part of it has to do with the fact that, I mean, that's the owner's kid. It's a big fight. If, if he, if he kicked Damien Deshaun, 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 whatever, in the junk, would it mean as much? No. You know, and I still kid, don't think it means as much now. The right person to go to in this situation now, mm-hmm. despite what happened in the past, is Damian Saint and the Idols. Keep in mind, the Idols still run this shit. Despite Damian Saint being the guy, he yeah. is the main guy right now. It's like me, so let's use the SCW, for example. Yeah. Am I going, if, and if I was a, somebody to kick somebody in the junk, am I going to go kick, oh, Koa Laksamana in the nuts because I'm not wrestling? Or am I going to go kick Terry Allen in the nuts? Because he's the president. Yeah. That's a valid point. In, in, in your scenario compared to what Rion did, I think you, if you were Rion, you'd be kicking Johnny Chaos in the nuts. In that scenario. But you didn't make a valid point. You would go to Terry, the guy in the buck. Um, but, uh, I'm sure we'll talk. I'm sure we'll hear more about it. I'm sure I said a lot of stupid shit. I don't remember what I said. I'm sure I said a lot of stupid shit that I'm going to hear about from Steve on the Power Hour tomorrow. Uh, but while we're on the topic of Rocket Pro, let's go ahead and talk about uh, the results from this past weekend. All right. Um, we'll try and get through those as long as uh, a lot of the other shit. Eh, pretty short anyway. All right. So, yeah, I mean, we're luck. DWA really doesn't have a match card. So, I mean. <laughs> No. All right, so, um, well, the show started out, you know, Rian Maximus, they had their fight. We don't need to really go into much because Rian talked about it today. Yep. So we understand what's going on there. All right, uh, match one featured the Fatal 4-Way. Uh, Eric Schultz versus Shaq Jordan versus Zach Regal versus the Ryan Matthews. Yeah, at the very beginning, it almost looked like uh, the Undeniable had a new member in uh, Axel Rico. Nah, this Axel Rico is just smart. Well, no, I mean, obviously he knew that there were two undeniable team members in that match. He knew that uh, he kind of had to, like, you know, like, okay, let's find, you know, the common denominator to get through the match. And, uh, you know, he he put he put up a good fight and everything. And, uh, unfortunately, Suspenders did not win. No, but there was an added entity, um, Aaron Stone came out. He went and grabbed his briefcase and he went to hit Ryan with it. But yep. he ducked and hit Schultz and then yep. Ryan left and Aaron Stone chased after him and Axel Rico took advantage of the situation and got the win. 
Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was a cheap victory, but it was still a victory. So, uh, congratulations to Action Recall for getting that one. Cheap, eh. Well, it'd be cheap if he knew the briefcase shot and knocked out uh, Schultz. I don't know if he knew or not. If he did know, cheap victory. If he didn't know, then, you know, an honest win. Well, well, let's hold that thought there because I think this that situation kind of comes back around Perfect. in another match. But I can counter it because I'm good like that. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, Let's see what I have here. Oh, Gunnar Brave, um, still your Outer Limits champion, as he defeated Flash Harris. Yeah. Uh, it, I, I like Gunnar Brave. You could kind of tell a little bit in – not only like this match, but actually in the match from uh, last month too, you can see his mind's not 100% there in these matches. And I think it's because he's looking towards that two out of three fall that's happening in May. Yeah. The mayor's in April. Yeah, May. May, in May. So, but yeah, no, he, he fought through, picked up the victory, took out Flash. Uh, and yeah, he's still holding that title, preparing for his match coming up. Mm-hmm. All right, this next match. Now, I'm pretty sure when you walked in to the building, you yeah. had – you were on cloud nine in a way. You were excited. I'm always excited. I got a front row seat next to Steve. Right. That question, I had a third row seat next to Steve, but I was fine not being by the front row. But I bet a little bit of something was missing in this match that made you go, aw. What the oh, fuck? The hot, the hot doctor? Yeah, I was kind of depressed. I almost left. Asked for a refund. Oh, so, um, Joey Blues with Brian Crazer and not Davison Sarai. Yeah, it's him. Not even, not, not even a promo. Not even not even something up on the screen. Nothing. Nada. Well, he defeated DC Shaw, who was com- accompanied by Trayvon Wolf. Um, there was a lot of shenanigans. Was there some deja vu in this for you? There might have been. Right? Because then this kind of happened to you a couple months ago. Your temper got the best of you, and uh, yeah, you, you got your uh, your buddy disqualified. <sighs> Shit. Shit happens. It does It does 100% happen. Obviously, uh uh you know, evil no coast uh, really, uh, really is getting the upper hand on I don't know what they call it, No Coast Chicago, whoever the hell they are. It's hard to say No Coast and No Coast, but and I'm not doing that stupid Yes Coast bullshit. Um, but, yeah, uh, I know this is eventually going to come down to uh, – I think it's going to come down to there's only going to be one No Coast. Uh, I'm not sure when that's going to happen, but you can tell it's leading that way, and – uh yes, uh the doc is very attractive, but you can see the evil that she's putting into those two guys' heads uh week after week show show me come on to kidnap the fucking guy for God's sakes and traded him for cases of beer. Not even beer, bullshit fucking alcoholic Mountain Dew. Probably the worst thing ever. Um It it it's just a weird situation. And the thing is like they you can't even look at them like they're they're heels, you know. They they're it's fucking evil. You can see it. It's a cynical fucking evil. And I don't get that fucking kid who sits in the front row and cheers for him and shit because I don't even think he knows what he's fucking rooting for anymore. Mm-hmm. But nope, she is hot. 
So, I mean, I guess it is what it is, but yeah, it was, it was, it was a good match, uh, at the end of the day, and yeah, just something that had to end, uh, in a outside interference disqualification, so. Yeah. Um, Damien's just Shane of the, those damn coyotes got the win over rock star Johnny Nye, who was accompanied by Beavis and Butthead. Um, so that means the coyotes, um, they get their tag team title shot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, obviously the Coyotes. Uh, how? Okay, first off, how many are there? Is there four or is there five? There's four. There's four. Okay. Um, they've all proven to be great singles competitors. Uh, but I do love seeing uh, uh, Damian and uh, who's your guy? Uh, the Shan and uh, who's your other guy? Brooks Burner, Christian tag, Rose. Well, the tag partner. Uh, Brooks Burner and uh, Damien Dishing, yeah. Yeah, I love seeing them as a tag team. Um, great, great singles match, no doubt. Uh, I love the fact that they left it to a one-on-one determination for a tag team opportunity, uh, because they're going to do a tag team match for a tag team opportunity, might as well put the fucking titles on the line. But uh, I, there was a lot of pressure on uh, the individual damn Coyote to dictate the future of two fucking Coyotes. But he rose to the occasion, picked up the victory. It wasn't a good night all around for the idols until the very end. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, um, let's keep in mind here for a second. The um, this situation kind of like brings back something Rion said, and it you know pertains to my situation. Mm-hmm. The Coyotes lost twice. Yeah. I, I haven't won and still get. Title shots. Well, on my tag match. And... I, I think I think it's because you were you were present. You're the first thing that popped in his mind. I'm sure he would have used the coyotes. It was just me and him talking. Now, probably not because you still would have been on his mind. Probably. Usually, should, I am. Should, well, should, right? Shouldn't you be honored by that, knowing that you're on somebody's mind even when you're not there? I mean, come on now, Nubs. I think about you at least two, three times a day when I take a leak. I'm sure you're not the only one. You're always on my mind. <laughs> All right, um, help me out with this one because I am unclear of the <clears throat> finish, of the finish. Okay. Uh, Bucky Collins versus Christian Rose. Was it a double countout, or did Bucky Collins win via count? Uh Bucky did get in right before the ten count was called. Yeah, it was. Uh, as soon as they got to the back, I'm just like, man, shit, the double count out, that's messed up. But Bucky somehow was able to get away from Rose for a brief second, hustled his uh his tiny little ass down that fucking entrance ramp, jumped into the ring right right it was like right after the nine. And then obviously Rose coming through the curtain was tripped up by something, not sure what it was. Wasn't able to get to his feet and get into the ring by the ten count. So uh in all in all aspects, you you think it was going to be a uh, a double count out, but in the end, the record books are going to show that Rose took a loss Damn. against a guy that he has huge problems with. And is, do you want to talk about the the video that was released about Bucky now, or do you want to wait till after? Um, since we're on Bucky, go ahead and um talk about it. <laughs> so um, so Flash Harris was pissed that he wasn't on the match card uh, coming up. I believe it was for next month for April's. And uh, Bucky Collins offered him uh, his spot. Flash uh, Harris took the opportunity because he said, "My hell yeah, I want to wrestle. Let me wrestle." And then Bucky broke the unfortunate news that it was uh, Christian Rose 
and he was not happy. So we're going to see next, I believe, like I said, I believe this is in April, next month, you're going to see Christian Rose take on Flash Harris. Uh, Flash Harris actually did try to get out of that match. Did he? He's trying to, he, he was talking to Damien DeShane about talking to Rose about, you know, Oh, was there a video yeah, about that, or was there's that? There's a video, but there's another video. About okay, that. I didn't, I didn't see that one. I just saw the, uh, the one where. Okay, cool. I have to, I'll have to check out that video. Definitely. All right. Um, after intermission, we had another altercation between uh, Rian Skills and uh, Maximus Orion, yeah. and it was then the match was uh, made, or the contract will be signed first. Um, if I heard right, last man standing. It was, yep, it's going to be a last man standing match for, was it the RPW Chicagoland Championship? No. What's it called? RPW Inter, what? Inter, Inter County. Oh, that's right. That, the Chicagoland's your title. Yeah, the Tri-County uh, Championship. Inter-County. Uh, I'm pretty sure Steve said it was Tri-County. Steve is wrong. It's Inter-County. 100%, 100%, 100%, he's fucking wrong. Luckily, classy fucking Damien Saint pointed that out to him. Uh, he just uh, set me up again. Damn it. <laughs> Yes, it's going to be for the Inter-County Championship. Rion Skills, uh, Maximus O'Ryan, contract signings in April for the last man standing match happening in May. Yes. Cool, cool. Yeah. All right, here we go. My time to shine a little bit. Just a little bit. Biggest pop of the night. Biggest fucking pop of the night. Are you sure? Uh, Yeah, yeah. I if I if I remember correctly, man, you you got the pop, man. You got that fucking you got that Hulkamania WrestleMania pop. Now, see, that's what I go for. Fuck yeah, man! You you're the you're the it factor. You're the guy. That's why you get title shot after title shot, man. Yeah, I can't help that. Yeah, even when you do cost your buddy that title, and I still I still think it was on purpose. I'm not gonna lie. It would never be on purpose because I don't beat up drunk people. I don't think you wanted. I don't think you wanted him to hold your belt. I think yeah, just a little bit. No. Um. Well, anyway, Hot Rod Daddy Andy with Cactus Rack and myself yeah. defeated Kevin Cade and Damian Gray. Now I'm sure Joey Roth is gonna say some shit. He already has. Says, I capitalized on a mistake. Well, let me tell you something. I did. You Mm -hmm. damn right I fucking did, because why not? You fucked up. Mm -hmm. Well, when it it comes down to it, obviously, uh, the bat met the wrong person. Uh, Realistically, if it was... I'm trying to remember. Were they aiming for you, or were they aiming for uh, Andy? They were aiming for me. Okay. If you got hit with that bat, that pin would have been taken. So, you know, it's that whole, like, good for the goose, good for the gander thing. It's like, I mean, you didn't strike him. Damien uh, struck him. So, yeah, you know, uh, but, yeah, huge victory for you. Not only just the fact that it was a tag team match with with a buddy of yours, uh, a a fellow member of the Power Hour family or whatever you want to call it, that I believe it was, uh, I think Steve called it the unification of JFW and the Power Hour for a brief period, whatever the hell you want to call it. I think the biggest thing to come out of this is uh, you got a, a little bit of retribution against the idols. I did. I think that's the I, biggest takeaway from the tag match. I'm. It, it was a long time coming. Um, I mean, I could have easily told Andy, hey, 
one more thing. Go ahead. Give him the elbow drop. But I didn't. Didn't yeah. need to. I mean, it probably would have been shitty on my part to take advantage of a ready down man. But mm-hmm. I had to prove a point. You fucked up. I take advantage. That's how you win. Yeah. 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 There's a, there, a lot of people fucked up that night. You know, Damian Gray struck his tag team partner. You almost joined the cult. A lot of fucking mistakes were made. I don't know if that was a mistake, but hey. Um, there would have been, you know, you're a lot better off without it. Stop it. You want to worship somebody? Go to fucking church. Put your hand <laughs> on a big-ass picture of Gunderson. What the fuck's wrong with you? Deep down, people still don't know what we're talking about. I know. That's okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, the next match, uh, the final level, Shogun, Chris Logan, and All Day Marche Rocket defeated Youth Gone Wild. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure if it was a, again, I don't know all the information. Uh, Youth Gone Wild debut or return, what was it? Return. Return. Return, okay. Uh, Youth Gone Wild actually, uh, you know, you know, key, key tag team in ARW recently with this tournament and everything. Uh, kind of got stopped by the final level. Did not make it past. Um, but it was a great showing for a, uh, for a great tag team that, uh, kind of unified themselves last month after, you know, Marche finally taking the shot, showing that they can work together as a team and may potentially even be, uh, a, uh, a competitor for those RPW tag team titles in the future. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. All right. Um, First of a double name of main event. Rock and Rivera took on Jay back the paycheck. What solid, more? Was solid a, match. Solid, solid match. Solid performance. Five stars. I, I couldn't tell that thing went on for fucking four minutes or 45 minutes. WrestleMania-esque right there. Yeah, he def- yeah when he came out to hide the tiger, I was like, fuck yeah, he is. And he held his ground for all of, I don't know, like 10 seconds before he got his ass handed to him. But it all goes down to the whole thing of getting yourself involved in situations you shouldn't get yourself involved in. So, sucks uh, for Jay Beck. Eh, I, I still won't agree with that. All I mean, he had to you, do is, all he had to do is, nobody, nobody, you have a job. You understand the concept of towing the company line. I get it. I don't know why these people who work under fuck. I had a conversation with Damien on LIM stupid ass fucking one of his posts about their about their super like oh my mother's wearing uh Damien Satan. First off, I know that's not his real mother. I'm sure that was a hired actor he picked up at some old folks home because there's no way in hell that any mother is gonna want to be seen with any fucking LIM member. But he, she's wearing a fucking picture. You know, making fun of Damien Saint, calling him a dick because Dick the Bruiser's on there and everything. How fucking ignorant is that? Completely rude and disrespectful of LIM. Show some respect to the guy who's filling the fuck. Here's the thing. If, if, if he, if he wasn't a great guy, how is it then a show that standing room only still gets seats for LIM? Clearly he's not that bad of a fucking dude or else the LIM would be to the back of the fucking building. Sitting in nosebleeds, not being able to see over people, because I believe the tallest fucking guy is like five nine. But no, they get they get their fucking seats where they can pull up their stupid ass fucking posters. That thank fucking God they spelled my fucking name right this time. Hallelujah. 
just gonna stop there. We're good. Still got the poster in my car. It's good. Fuck, I would hold on to that poster. I'm gonna hang it up one day. Yeah, I would. Uh, I would scratch out the shit on the back, but I mean that'd mean you'd be a good person. But whatever. I'm a good person. I'm just yeah. entertaining. Yeah, you just you just make stupid choices sometimes. But luckily, I'm there to save you. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was eight years ago. Um. <laughs> oh God! Good thing none of them here just fucking chill. Um. So, uh, rocking. Uh, beat him down with yeah. a chair, only to be saved by Aaron Stone, which then Damian Saint comes out, you know, I guess getting all mad at Aaron Stone for getting involved that in something he shouldn't have been involved in, I guess. Right. I guess he might have a point there, but it set up a good match between Aaron Stone and Ruthless Rock and Rivera, only to have Aaron Stone beat him because right. fuck you rockin any any other any other fucking gm would just be like let's clear the ring get out of there blah blah no fucking uh damien saint you know found a golden opportunity to give the fans one more great match before the main event Aaron Stone was there ready to fucking go all he did was you know steal a briefcase earlier in the night so i mean clearly he was fresh ready to fucking go all Rock and Rivera did is just fucking mash down some fucking garbage into a garbage can. So he was clearly ready to go. Great, great match overall. Uh, Stone picking up the victory. Hard hitting fucking dude. So there's no surprise there in that win. Mm-hmm. All right. I guess we should talk about something that happened before the main event. Oh, God. Yeah. That fucking ass kicking. Holy hell. So yeah. I, I believe I was talking with you towards the end of the match of Aaron Stone and Rockin. And then I had a phone call. Mm-hmm. Ended up being an unknown number, but sometimes you got to answer it to get rid of people. Yep. And then all I kept hearing was static and a little bit of breathing. It was weird. Very fucking weird. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden I come back and I find out Shelly, Steve, KP, they all got their ass beat by the idols. What? Yeah, the fuck? They did. Well, yeah, you know, uh, I've seen her watch it, matches ending and everything. All of a sudden, the fucking idols come out. Fucking Roxy grabs Shelly. One of the idols fucking grabs Steve when Steve stands. And here's the problem. I think Steve kind of brought it on himself because he, he stood up and threw the fucking headset down and got in the fucking face of Joey Roth. Fucking idols just looking out for their fucking boss. Grabbed fucking Steve, dragged him into the fight. And here's the thing. Here is the big thing. If you look at it from the very beginning, yes, they dragged Steve into the ring. But Steve did become the aggressor in that situation. They were grabbing Shelly. They would have taken Shelly into the ring. Steve didn't have to get involved, but Steve did. Steve was held into the corner. I think basically if you look, if you watch the video, because the video is posted and the YouTube video, I believe, will go up shortly. I don't know how long it takes them to do the YouTube videos. But they were holding Steve away from harm's way, basically protecting him in the corner. So realistically, that chair shot that Steve took, well, he just kind of dove in the way of it. So he got hit because of his own, you know, you know, ignorance, or lack of a better word. 
they uh, were going to hit Shelly with the chair. Which but they weren't going to hit Steve. Steve was safely tucked away in the corner behind two fucking idol guys. He was trying to save Shelly because... Well, what? what is, okay, so these fuckers had a bad night. Yeah. So they're going to go and attack commentators. Like a couple... Not a couple. A bunch of pussies. For real. I mean... And you're going to beat up on a woman with a chair? I mean, didn't Shelly attack Roxy in the ring last month? That's because Roxy dumped popcorn on her first. Oh, it's fucking popcorn. Big deal. Come at me when somebody throws a soda at you. Or a beer can? Yeah, that too. Uh, you know, it's, it's like I said to Rian, it's like I said over and over about Steve. When you put yourself in a situation, you have to accept the responsibility about what's going to happen. You have to accept those, uh, those reactions to your actions. And I don't know if Shelly just got in her head that, you know, she's the fucking CFO of RPW, that she's entitled to do whatever she wants. And if she wants to, you know, you know, you know, antagonize one of, uh, one of her employees and she expects that. Goes back to last year. And they attacked her again. They attacked her, and they attacked her husband and smashed Maximus's face. So again, this all this has been boiling since last year. All they had to do is let it go. All they had to do is just move on. Bad people just don't fucking you know become good people overnight. You gotta give them time to. And I'm sure Steve didn't help anyway. Going on to his show month after month and. Bad mouthing the idols, calling them bitches and you know a bunch of cowards and you know idiots and shit and well you know, commentators, journalists like on podcasts, they are free to speak their mind. Yeah, but you have to accept the consequences of it. And okay. Steve, and Steve, Steve, I, like I said, I give Steve a lot of credit. He's he's willing to step into the ring. And accept his ass whoopings for the shit he says. I have no, that's fine. Good for him for fucking doing it. He's willing to, he's willing to back up everything he says. Never has a good outcome from it. Still haven't seen it yet. I've seen a lot of beatdowns. You know, examples, uh, pow at fucking high voltage. Steve challenged him to show up. They showed up, beat everyone's ass. He badmouthed the, uh, you know, the workhorses. They kicked his ass. And the only way he came up, came on top of that is because he had to get Rion and Steve Red to help him. Said that he's willing to step up to fucking Aaron Stone. Got his ass kicked. And then he's challenging Roxy and Joey Roth. Roxy and Joey Roth aren't going to be by themselves. So you take on uh, Roxy and Joey Roth, they're taking on the idols. Got his ass handed to him. That's unfortunately true. Even if they yeah. are pussies about it, but hey, yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna challenge somebody, challenge somebody who's not part of an entire fucking faction, because he goes after he, and that's the other thing. He sits there and says bad shit about fucking Damian Saint and Damian Saint's running the undeniable. You think you're just gonna deal with Damian Saint? No, you're gonna have a group of people after you. It's game warfare. It's just how fucking life is. <clears throat> but Steve wants to have this. I Steve wants people to to sit here and see that he's this ultimate fucking badass. Sure, in a sense. But I mean, like he's just, he 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 has all this talk, but has barely any bark. And I'm sorry, no, he has all this bark but barely any bite. He could get into the ring, 
but he's going to be fucking carried out of it when he's done. It's the same shit with the fucking LIM. They fucking pop up their fucking cameras, post it up, get it ready on the little fucking tripods they stick it on, sits there, walks back and forth, like, what am I going to say? How am I going to fucking say this? Ooh, I'm going to do this. Put the record button on, wears a fucking sweatshirt, tells me, let me get into something a little more comfortable, as they're fucking undressing in the goddamn camera to show a CM Punk shirt at me, like they're about to drop a fucking pipe bomb because they're going to drop these fucking nukes, that they're going to sit there and tell me something that's going to fucking make me quiver and, and get scared and shit? No. They sit there and they, they get this big fucking game ready to fucking go. And then they get the mic really fucking close. And then they want to they wanna start yelling because yelling gets anything fucking over. It makes you more intimidated and more angry. And travesty, I'm going to come after you. It's like, fucking do it then. I don't understand these. And I've mentioned this. We've mentioned this before. LIM aside, we've mentioned that. I don't understand why people have to yell in fucking promos. I really don't. And sometimes, yeah, when you're frustrated, like I'm frustrated right now and I'm getting a little bit loud about it. I can understand that. But when you start out a promo and it's not a frustration thing, but you're trying to, you know, show people how intense you are, you don't get that over by fucking yelling. But that's why LIM, they want to do that. Yo, Travis, you want to talk about my baby? Oh, boy, because you're a fat guy? Cool. Cool. They took the easy road and tried to poke fun of my fucking weight. Do better. You want to make a joke and you know say uh, when I say stupid shit that you're gonna do a drinking game? Boring. Do fucking better. You want to rip pipe bombs? You want to rip off the pipe bomb thing from CM Punk because that was popular seven fucking years ago? Do better. And then when I think that they're gonna do better, they come up with this stupid ass thing. I have a, sh- a shared checking account. With my fucking mom. No idea where that came from. Do better. I, I, it gets to the point now where, like, I almost feel bad about the shit that I say about them, but they make themselves look so dumb every single time they post a video about how they're, they're intimidating me because wave three is fucking coming, but wave two just kind of blew on by like it was fucking irrelevant. I pray to God Wave 3 is a lot stronger because I'm getting a little fucking bored of having to watch. It's really fu- it's like watching a toddler stand for the first fucking time. Oh, they keep bumping their fucking ass, but eventually they got to get up and start fucking walking. And that's what the LIM need to do. They need to stop crawling around on their hands and knees like a bunch of fucking babies, step up and start walking like fucking men and start saying shit. I mean, come on, guys, for God's sakes. I've insulted your children. I've insulted your parents. I've insulted you as people. What else can I fucking do? I'm running out of shit to say. That's a lie, though. I have so much more and so much worse. For God's sakes, dude, I threatened to... You call Rocket Pro your fucking home? I threatened to burn that shit to the fucking ground. And I got no response from that whatsoever. And then, and then you want to go and induct fucking Turtle into your fucking group of fucking ally. You want Turtle to be the next lovely intoxicated man because people are either 
quitting or moving the fuck out. Why? Because they're fucking growing a fucking brain and realizing being part of this group will get them nowhere and it is going nowhere. It's just a bunch of idiots who sit in the crowd at a wrestling show drinking beer and trying to be funny as they hold up their fucking signs, praying to God that somebody finds them to be relevant. Doesn't work that way, guys. You want to be relevant? Do something that's going to be impactful. Great job on getting the views on that show, but it's because you tag my name to your fucking videos that people are showing and looking at those views. I didn't even want to be in your damn video. I don't even know why you're videotaping a fucking uh, a, a ceremony to induct somebody in, but you did, and you took advantage of poor little fucking turtle who just wants fucking friends, who just wants a place to call his own. He has one here at the JFW. Doesn't need to be part of the LIM. You could keep Hot Rod Daddy Andy and the fucking Giggle Monster and fucking Jersey Shore fucking Guido fucking dude, Pac-Man the stupid fucking church kid and that little tiny fucking, you know, fucking Fonzie looking dude who lays on the couch all the fucking time. Those are your fucking people. Turtle isn't an LIM guy. And if you put him in LIM, you're going to destroy everything he has built and grown for himself and fuck his life up. And I'll be damned if you fuck his life up just because you need a little bit more relevance by putting a member of JFW into your fucking group. So, so there was a main event, Navi. There was a main event. <laughs> uh, after, so, so I, I guess to finish up what we were talking about beforehand, Steve was carried out. Um, Shelly, uh, I think was able to leave on her own, uh, her own feet, uh, after being woken up because she was choked out. And, uh, JP, uh, was helped out as well. I mean, I give a lot of respect to JP going out there to try KP. to help and everything. KP. Why do I keep saying JP? Fucking like KP. KP, uh, you know, a lot of respect for him going out there to try to help. But again, he put himself in a situation he didn't have to be in there. They're not fucking wrestlers. They're not. You know, you, know, you can look at it as like, you know, you respect them for going out there and trying, but at the end of the day, they're putting themselves in situations that they don't need to be in. Shelly owns the fucking company. If she really wanted to, she could fucking get security to surround the commentating table. You could request law enforcement to protect you from these fucking guys. But I think deep down, I think she wants that fucking fight. It's just that she needs to understand. And you know it, too. And you could agree with me on this. That she's not going to get a fair fight. It's never fair. Yeah. Uh, but, but because of the incident, because they were carried out, there was no commentary except for the professor who was there. But JFW fucking rises to the occasion and comes and saves the fucking day. Because we got to commentate the, probably the greatest main event I've seen at Rocket Pro so far this year. Mm-hmm. Probably one of my favorite matches so far this year, period. Mm-hmm. Sexy Violence, when Widock defended and retained his championship against Joey Chet Avalon. Yeah, uh, it was unfortunate we didn't get to see Eva Sierra at ringside. Or did um, we? According yeah. to uh, the ring announcer. Yeah. yeah he that, was still accompanied by Sierra. Yeah, that fucking shovel, yeah. Um, it, I mean, it, it could be like a Negan and, um, you know, Lucille thing. 
you know, with yeah. the bat. <laughs> Uh, it it was a great match, and obviously, like at the very beginning, you noticed one thing that was different was that Quinn didn't come out with that crowbar. Uh, but it made a lot more sense on why he didn't come out with it because it was tucked away at ringside. Yep. Hard hitting, they is like we mentioned in commentary, and you said it best. Other than the kitchen sink, everything they they hit each other with everything. <clears throat> we saw the shovel come into play. We saw the crowbar come into play. Finishing moves. The referee was knocked out. In the end, Quinn did end up picking up the victory, retaining that RPW Heavyweight Championship. And you would think that after that hard hitting of a match, maybe the next man wouldn't be as difficult. But he has a bigger fucking match to coming up here in April when he's in a triple threat for that RPW Championship against Garrison Creed, who, remember, won the title opportunity, I think, back in November. I think it's. I think so. Because they didn't November have a they, they, they didn't have a show in December, right? They they, they did. They did. Okay, so it's December show then. Um. Well, so, you, well, you were there. You were you were at the show. Yeah, Christmas Christmas Carnage. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Christmas Carnage. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, it was at no November because you weren't in there in December. Which one was right? Christmas Carnage? You mean Christmas Chaos? Whatever. That was December. Well, Okay, so I was at that one. Okay, you were at that one. So that okay, so I wasn't. I wasn't at January. I wasn't at January's. That's so, right. So, so he won. Yeah. So he won the title opportunity in December. And he's finally getting it in April, but they're going to be accompanied by the returning Koa Laksamana, the Hawaiian Hitman, in a triple threat match for the Rock and Roll Championship belt. Hell yeah! Yeah. All in all, good match card. Solid fucking showing. Uh, just a lot of fucking beatdowns and a, a lot of situations that people didn't have to be in. So it was quite the theme of the show. A lot of shenanigans. Between outside interference costing people title matches, or not title matches, but matches in general, between uh, non-wrestlers getting in the ring and getting beat down, to wrestlers joining cults. Really a huge, huge... uh Oh, and I do apologize for tearing up your picture, but to be fair, you did put LIM rules on it, and I'd be damned if I'm involved with anyone who blatantly lies like that. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Anyway, you know, it costs money. It costs them okay. money. It didn't cost me a time. It, it cost, cost me, a time. It it cost cost me, me money to make them. It cost me money to make the shit. You got paid. What are you worried about? I needed to sell one more to make a profit. But that's okay. Tell you what, I'll buy one. Send it to me. I'll Venmo you. Okay. I'll just see you sometime. Yeah. I'll take one of your... I'll take a payday from you. One of your paydays. Yeah. I'm one of, yeah, I'm like one of those credit card fucking commercials, you know? Tearing up an LIM autograph... Or tear, tearing up a turtle autograph. Fucking three dollars. Showing LIM that they're no one to fucking, uh, you know, they're nobody's priceless. One thing I gotta do, work on my handwriting and spelling, apparently. You do need, you do need a signature, bud. Yeah, you spelled LIM wrong on mine. Oh, you monster. Yeah. But the All right. Um, All right. Let's get into some power results because a cool thing did happen for some, some people might think it's cool. I don't know about you. You might be a little disappointed, but we'll see. 
All right, let's get through this. Uh, Mason Parks defeated Tommy McCabre. Yep, still don't know how to pronounce that yet, but uh, we'll figure it out. The Bone Daddies defeated BMI, which um, Mike Idol of BMI slaps his own partner and walks away, which left the Bone Daddies to get the win. Uh, Sean Priest defeated Acid Jazz and Mateo Valentine in a triple threat match. Uh, Scott Spade and Tiny. Uh, got the win over Revolution via DQ, disqualification for those that don't understand, um, because Jimmy Blaze decided to throw a low blow in there. I don't blame him. No, Frustrations. No. Yeah. That, that, low, that low blow you're cool with, though? Not really, but <laughs> I, guess I, I guess I'm supposed to, you know, allow it. I just, I, I, all I know is I know Rian would have brought it up if you're okay with that fucking low blow. Yeah. Oh, he would have caught, he would have just stopped the show right there. <laughs> like, damn it, turtle, you, how are you okay? <laughs> he'd be waving that fucking, he'd be waving that fucking, uh, he have two of them. Yeah. The Brian Matthews, two of them. <laughs> all right, um, uh, Kazile uh, retains his Midwest championship over his own father, Trevor Blanchard. Uh, how would you feel about beating your own father for a championship? It depends on the payday. Good point. Let me real. Let's say it. I guess it really depends on how bad he's beating me first, too. Um, I'm sure it couldn't have been easy, but uh, at the end of the day, I mean, his, his dad knows what the business is like, because Al knows what the business is like, and uh, if you have the title, you get the money, so... Um, and this Kazile, he's crazy. Oh, that's true. God, I wonder if he took his fork to his dad. Ooh. And I wonder if it's the same fork that he got out of his own dad's drawer. Oh, God. It's and not... did he have to wash it after? God, can you imagine if he didn't? He's, like, eating, like, spaghetti with it and shit. Well, if there's blood on it, it will mix with the sauce. Oh, God, I'm so fucking hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the Bad Hombre Cartel, um, defeated the IPA. Um, I guess there's a new member. Yeah. That's more harder. Yeah, I uh, saw that, that, uh, they, they added, they added a new member to the team. Yeah. And he replaced, uh, Ruthless Ramon, who could not compete. But somehow, Ruthless Ramon found his way to be involved in the match anyway. It's funny how things like that work. It is a little crazy. <laughs> but I guess the Mass Marauder might have some relevance now. Being with the bad hombre cartel. That's true. Um, Mattel Valentine, even though he lost earlier in the show, um, he wins the qualifier royal for the keys of the kingdom. Can you imagine, man, Mattel Valentine with the keys to the kingdom? Holy I shit. mean, it grants him an opportunity in every single title and fucking power. So, um, this could be a big year for Mattel Valentine and Powell. Yeah, you know? I mean, it. I think he has the ability to walk away with them. It's just uh, it all depends on who all ends up in that final qualifying or the, who all qualify for that final final match. I've, opportunity. I've seen Mattel go for titles, especially against Scott Spade when he mm-hmm. was the champion at one point. I was there the one time and he got screwed over. He had that match won, but uh, referee wasn't so great at his job that night. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> Um, 
All right. We have a new Powell Heavyweight Champion. Yeah, we do. And Hunter Payne. If you would have told me a year ago that Hunter Payne would beat Max Holiday for the Powell Heavyweight Championship and people would cheer for that, I'd call you a liar, bro. But a lot has happened uh, in the past few months that made that a reality. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know... I know Holiday has not made life easy for Hunter Payne over the course of the last few months, especially with this whole uh, mutual agreement between Powell and SCW. And finally, as, as much as I hate to admit it, because I am a huge Max Holiday fan, longest reigning three-time SCW heavyweight champion, um, former but potentially future hosts of the Morning After Show, uh, sporting a boot named Sue, part of the... Uh, Scumbag Army, part of uh, Whiskey Bent and Hellbound, mm-hmm. sweet beard, awesome hair. Uh, I'm assuming there's a bike. Yeah. Fun dude. Listener of the podcast, so he doesn't have to fuck himself. It's just that. <laughs> I still believe he was screwed. I think he was screwed. I guess we'll find out when once there's footage. Yeah, I just was uh, sad. But he yeah, won't be down for long. He'll have another championship somewhere else. Give it time. I think he's due for a rematch. Rematch oh, causes our thing. He should demand one. And then fucking maybe kick Hunter in the junk, and I'd love to hear from you if there was a justifiable one or not. I'll just say it now. It wasn't justified. You don't know that. Rion's wasn't, but uh, Blaze's was? No, I didn't say it was. Don't put words in my mouth. Yeah. Um, yeah, all in all, it sounded like Powell was a great, uh, great match. I was told... Standing room only as well. Yeah. I was told I need to get up to one, and I think I'm going to go to one if it's never on the same night as an RPW show. Well, you're in luck, Travis T, because April 1st, which is the next POW show, there is no Rocket Pro that night. Oh, God. I should have looked at the calendars before I said something. Where's that one at? How far away is that? It's about... Ah, fuck it. I can't make that. Yeah, I can't make that. You want to pull the curtain back and uh, reveal something that you said on uh, Facebook, or do you want to keep that uh, keep that secret to yourself? Um, I don't remember what I do. Well, let me pull it up here and tell you, because uh, I saw it and I was like, "Well, good for Turtle." Uh, let's see here. Let's go with. Uh... So there was a post on Facebook. Usually is. Said, what an amazing night. It was last night at Sold Out. What an amazing night it was last night at Sold Out Slam Fest. Action pass show, top to bottom, and the crowd was hot all night. Also, some exciting news to the end, uh, to end the show. I was hired back at Power Entertainment as Green Crew. Oh. Not, not my prior job as commissioner, but I guess I have to start somewhere. 
Thank you, Jim Blaze, for the opportunity. See you all Saturday night fights, March 18th. And then, scroll down over here, and Turtle says, extremely happy for you guys. Sounded like a fun show. Glad you're back on the team. It's funny how you said this to uh, to one Chris Hedford. I did. Care to explain? Yes, I should. I would love. I would love to hear why. By the way, FYI, uh, you know that uh, we have downloading issues to a certain point, so we have seven minutes to finish this show. DWA returns this Friday, <laughs> March 10th. Well, I'll, I'll get your response to the next show. Um, it's called March Into Madness at North and Maple, formerly known as Side Street, 18401 North Creek Drive in Tinley Park. Doors open at 7 p.m., bell at 8 p.m., 15 general mission at the door. You could also get it early at Eventbrite on their Facebook page. There is a link. All right. Uh, Wrestle League also has a show this weekend on Mar- on Saturday, March 11th, Anniversary 11. How about that? The 11th on the 11th. 11-11, make your wish. All right. Homewood Auditorium. 2010 Chestnut Road, Homewood, Illinois, 6 o'clock doors, bell time, 7 p.m., 15 general mission, family pack of four is $50, you cannot beat that, some of the matches uh, are as follow, La Estrella takes on Chris Logan, the Shogun, Kid Lat will take on Coda Hernandez, and if uh, Kid Lat wins, he gets five minutes with Motivation Mike. For the proven title, it's a ladder match. Hot Rod Daddy Andy, Jesus DeFasio, Russell Alltime, and your champion, Shaq Jordan. Joey Dalton takes on uh, Lewis Wrench Morales. Ewok attempts is going to attempt to get the Russell League Championship back from Quinn Widock, assuming that he's able to with his eye injury. Um, and then there's a tag team title match between champions the Warhoss and the Bro Bros. You know what else is happening Saturday night? ARW. ARW Pro returns March 11th, Saturday, for high energy at the American Legion Post 100, 1899 Central Ave, Lake Station, Indiana. Doors open at 6 p.m., bell time 7 p.m., general admission is $15. Front row is sold out. All the other rolls are good, too. All right. Bashal Shelley will be taking on, well, making her debut and taking on Logan Valtour. Nick Cutler will be defending his championship against a former ARW champion. We do not know who that is. Vic Capri will be taking on the spaghetti guy, CMOS Dave. Uh, and, um, this is actually going to close out the first round of the tag team tournament is drinking class. Um, Jack Carpenter and Jay Cross versus your favorite people, Alpha Zeta Zeta. Those fucking monsters. Indiana State title is on the line as B.O.W. takes on that piece of shit, J.P.H. Um, Dave Allen takes on Mason Perks. Um, 
Jay Manny, who will be accompanied by Angel Armani, will be taking on James Creed. Yeah. And, and uh, Marvelous Donovan Ruiz makes his de- official in-ring debut. Nice. Nice. You going to any of these shows? I know you're going to DWA, but you going to a show on Saturday? I'm thinking about going to ARW. I thought of, I thought about maybe checking out Wrestle League if I'm off on Saturday if I'm free. I haven't, been to, I haven't, I haven't been. Yeah, I haven't been to a Wrestle League show yet, but uh, me either. Who am I checking one out? So, is that the same place as Roller Derby's at? Yeah, it is. Maybe I'll, I'll check one of those out. Uh, is there anything else coming up uh, in Indies that we need to talk about? No, um, we'll have these uh, shows to talk about next week. And uh, we should have. What is what is it? What is my calendar? Hold on. <laughs> Three minutes. Three minutes. I got it. We'll have SCW and CSW to talk about next week. Do we? Leave it. Yeah. March eighteenth is SCW. No, SCW's not next week, is it? Yes, it is. Oh, how's bells is that coming around quick? It just feels like we had uh, SCW last week. Well, here's the funny thing, <clears throat> funny part. Um, February and March are very similar in dates, except oh, the yeah. last three days. So that's how it works. Yeah. So yeah, we'll have these results, and then we'll have upcoming cards for CSW and SCW. Same letters, just in different spots. But they were affiliated at one point. True. Guys, make sure you check out uh, our social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by uh, just searching Just for Wrestling Podcast or GFW Podcast. And you can listen to our show whether it's released, uh, wherever you get your podcast, whether it be iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Player FM, Stitcher, or even, yes, YouTube, apparently, because that's a thing. Um, uh, fuck it. Nobody, that's all I got. I think we can ring the bell on this episode. Perfect. As always, I am Travister. And I am Nubby the Amazing Turtle, Kawabunga. And thank you for listening to another episode of Just Free Wrestling, the JFW Podcast. <laughs>